Why am I here? Um, comic relief. Thank God. You said, you said yes. Yeah, I said yes. <laughs> right. Actually, funny enough to set the record straight because it needs to be set straight. It was actually my idea to to do this thing. So, uh, send your emails to uh, Mike at. Maybe I said too much. Second. Jesus, if that's my email, I haven't checked it. But let's uh, let's do the intro thing. Mm. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome, welcome to maybe I've said too much. The watered down whiskey of internet podcasts. I am your host, Mike Laffey, joined as always by my good friends Izzy Swan of all things IzzySwan.com. And Joel Crawford, the missing digit woodshop. Gentlemen, gentlemen, gentlemen. Because I say everything three times. How are you this evening? Well, any better and I'd be twins. Ooh. Sorry. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> you got excited about a second Joel being available. Right. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, I thought about, you know, what what's better than one Joel? Two Joels. Yeah. Coming in stereo. Ooh, I don't know what that sounds like. Never Izzy, mind. how are you? Izzy. Hey, I am still kicking and screaming, guys. Everything's going. Everything's moving along. I like it when you kick and scream. So, um, real quick. So, you had said, Joel, and I don't know if I will have cut this part out or if I will have used it for the intro to the intro. What's that? <laughs> because I'm lazy. But to, So, the, uh, the podcast, you were talking about it was your idea to begin. Um, I've actually yeah. never heard this story about how we started doing all of this. So since we're 25 or a hundred episodes in or yeah, uh, recording, so what's the, uh, what's the story about how, uh, how the maybe I've said too much came to be. So I, uh, I, uh, I said to Izzy, I said, Hey, I have opinions in shit. And he's like, well, that's really funny because I do too, but I'm not usually allowed to say them. And so that's fantastic. <laughs> Let's let's do a podcast. And he's like, great idea. And I said, fantastic. We should probably have a third because, you know, it's nice to have the odd number. And he said, great. And so, uh, uh, well, th- to be honest with you, Mike, you are a 23rd pick. Uh, and you were the only one that accepted. Uh, so then, then, then we got Mike. And... Uh, and we've been looking, looking good, good ever since. <clears throat> so, now is there is there a more normal version of that story, or is that pretty much it? Well, That's how I'm going to tell it. <laughs> yeah, there's a much more normal version of that story. Uh, Joel did contact me uh, about a podcast. Now, at the time, and still may be a thing. Um, I was talking to um, uh, Jesse, I Jessup. And uh, to why I cannot believe I'm drawing a blank right now. The guy that does the stuff with the epoxy. Why? Oh, my brain. It's on shutdown. I swear. I, um, the problem is I know the, more Peter than one Brown? person. That... Yes. Peter Brown about yes. doing a, about, I was talking to them about doing a podcast. And that, that actually may become a reality at some point. Um, and then we kind of put it to bed because there's a lot going on at the moment. And then Joel got a hold of me and, um, had talked about wouldn't take no for an answer it, well there was that the the life-threatening notes you know i i know it was you Joel. i don't care that you cut it out of a magazine i know it was yeah so um 
I like, like decoupage. <laughs> decoupage. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, we started talking about a third. We talked about having um, a, a female on as a third, and we kind of rattled our brain up over a few things. And um, For like three weeks, literally. We just sat there and kept going. And you were okay. like, well, Mike's got big tits. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> There goes our rating. No. Uh, so, no, um, you know, it was, we went back and forth a little bit and we had talked about uh, you guys and what you guys had done. And um, it just, I, I, I don't remember whether it was me or Joel who suggested you first. I think it was me. Um, and uh, we reached out to you and you were gracious enough to accept. And it, you know, really honestly, uh, it was probably the best thing that could have happened. So uh, the dynamic that uh, we've, we've kind of developed and are developing between the three of us and um it's 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 pretty phenomenal so yeah i'm i'm too very excited that we didn't have to go to our 24th pick mm. yes. and i yeah, believe yeah. you were probably our fourth and there was three girls in front of you so you went out to girls hmm. I, I feel like that's equal opportunity at its finest or something well, well we, you so, know, we try. We try. Your biggest to, problem is that you, you needed someone with with enough technology and free time to be able to to you know, <coughs> schedule the recordings, do all the editing, and everything no, no, else. No, 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 no. Let's. let's no let's, woman let's, is ever going to say yes to such a thing. <coughs> no, it was actually very, very interesting because I'm all set. I'm all ready to do that. I'm good. And you're like, heck yeah, I'd love to do this. I'd be glad to host it, and I'll go ahead and uh, I'll, I'll I'll do the editing and everything. And I thought winner we've got ourselves a winner <laughs> and then i was like fine i'm happy to relinquish to all of that responsibility <laughs> no 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 no. it's it's uh it's really become a package deal now it's uh oh, I, it's because I appreciate i'm that. so good at it you are you're you you're phenomenal at it mm-hmm. and you're really good at not calling me during the week and threatening my life when i don't wear my micro headphones or mm-hmm. when i don't sit close enough to the mic through the whole thing so yeah, well, so those those are the and actually the, the originally the podcast was going to be called uh, the business of making until all three of us started talking and chatting and and getting to know each other before the show and one of your one of your key sayings, Mike, is actually the title where you would say something extremely inappropriate and uh, unrepeatable and you go, oh, maybe I said too much. Yes, and, that's and, actually been a that's actually been a catchphrase of mine for a while. Sure. So so that's that then became the title of the show. So now that and, uh, and a podcast was born and a podcast was born. Well, so I remember thinking when we had as long as we're you know putting this out there for everybody when you guys said hey we're going to do the uh, the show about the business of making I remember saying wow that's a really really bad idea. And somebody went, went, well, you know, because you guys obviously, you know, this plus three women, you've had this conversation happening in your head for a while now. Um, So that probably didn't go over very well that I was like, God, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Because my original thought was, you know, I mean, after you have, I don't know, you talk about blah, 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 and blah. What do you have, six episodes and just hope everybody keeps listening to them? So. It didn't. It didn't sound like it was going to be, uh, you know, something that would carry legs. And here we are, twenty-five episodes in, and you know, we're still talking about the business end of things. We've thrown in a few dick jokes along the way, <laughs> so, right? But um, well, it's, yeah. it, you know, it's. I, I think it's. I think it's uh, 
in order for a it not to be a uh, a sermon or a lecture so we we i think we do our best to try to sprinkle that information in uh between the the various dick jokes um but you know it's it's a some of our most popular things are us talking about uh how to turn a hobby into a profession because in fact if you look right now on our patreon page uh to our patrons uh we have a poll out basically asking us the things that most engage them about the show um obviously uh they are completely brilliant and uh foolhardy people that donate to the show to make everything work but but uh but they also have good opinions and uh one of the one of the key things is that we talk a little bit about our businesses and how that how that affects us and maybe in hopes of making that their full-time job Mm. well if you guys really like that then you you have got a real treat tonight because we're not going to talk about that for even a second this evening so <laughs> tonight, tonight is Festivus. <laughs> we, we are going to air our grievances. Am I the only I, Seinfeld fan? Here? <laughs> yeah. Oh no, 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 no. Festivus for the rest of us. Yes. Yes. No. I've, I'm all about uh, airing grievances. I can air grievances for hours on end. I've got some grievances too. So this is going to be a good podcast. Okay, Izzy, you got. You, can you start off on a grievance? Well. No, let's wait. Oh, wait. Mike, no, no, let's I'm Mike, sorry. Mike, we'll do going. my grievances towards the end. I want let's, yeah. let's we well, had my, that discussion. First, I want to start with HGTV. <laughs> because and as Mike's not even never like getting hosts, a TV show. It's not even like the hosts on HGTV that piss me off. It's the people on the shows. But so my wife and I decided not that long ago that we were going to have a drinking game, um, you know, on a Sunday. And every time someone said the term open concept on HGTV, you would take a shot. And we were both hospitalized um, before the first commercial <laughs> break because they just think that, you know, uh, you have to say open concept and then um, you get bonus points if you can throw a shiplap in, I think. So there's uh-huh, a... Yes, uh, the shiplap. Oh, God. It, every time I hear the term open concept, I look across the room at whoever's sitting there and I think, I could kill them and get away with it. Can I get? Can I give you a uh, my favorite HGTV uh, grievance? Please. And here I'll go ahead and act it out. Uh, hi, my uh, my husband uh, makes soaps, and I clean just lug nuts on uh, small SUVs. Uh, <laughs> and we're looking for a house, and our budget is uh, one point six million dollars. <laughs> yeah, right? That's, yeah, I'm a blogger, and uh, I'm looking for a home office with an open concept. Right. right. <laughs> I hate That's- I yeah. So open concept. If you use the term open concept, you when it, when the house you finally fall in love with or the design you fall in love with doesn't have any open concept associated with it at all. I wish they'd publish your address so I could burn your house down because that <laughs> that makes me crazy. You're just saying things you heard because you think it makes you sound smart. <laughs> so I, I use words like veranda and i have no idea what they are i just I know, say using the reason i know what a veranda is is because i went on a cruise once and the veranda was extra so i don't even know what that means <laughs> i just know it costs more but i could probably 
point to a veranda if you showed me pictures of different things. Maybe it involves a sex worker. Oh, dear Lord. Well, I didn't certainly didn't pay enough for that. Right. So, <laughs> there was that. Maybe I have said too much. But, um, <laughs> yeah, it's funny because since we started the show, like, I feel like I can't use that term anymore because it just feels wrong. But <laughs> it's like a cheap joke. Yeah, so uh, no, that's the uh, that, that's only the uh, the uh, HGTV grievance that I have is just the that's nonsensical the open concept. Now the the worst part is is after this airs, everybody in the country is going to be sending me stuff referencing open concept somewhere. So <sighs> I'm going to toss myself off something tall. I can feel it. That'd be awesome. Oh, yeah. Everybody, friend Mike, and then tag him in every. Everything hashtag open, open concept. concept. Yeah. Hashtag <laughs> open concept. Hashtag alcohol poisoning. Hashtag Mike hates you. He doesn't hate you. He just wishes the world would go on without you. <laughs> so, but no, yeah. So that that stuff makes me want to shoot something. Like not just you know I don't want to shoot people because I'm a pacifist, and that's what you're supposed to say when you're talking into a, something that's broadcast online. But uh, yeah, it just like to be able to pull back a bow and shoot it at a target. I think it, you know, just would sort of satiate some of that. But moving on. <laughs> I, I, but, find um, that, I find that shooting targets is actually a little uh, zen-like. It it's very satisfying. Cathartic, isn't it? yeah. By the way, there's a, uh, there's a, a video um, that published. Uh, it's, what's the name of that YouTube channel? Lignum? Didn't I send you guys the link for that? Yep. I don't believe um, so. That guy has a CNC machine that's a goddamn robotic arm from the future. Oh, Have you yeah, seen it is. That thing. So they made something where they like cut stumps down and they had these, you know, this big, uh, like, I don't know, auging bit and it was just leveling out this material. And I was sitting there watching it and I looked over my shoulder because I had my iPad and my daughter, uh, middle daughter, was sitting there and she's looking at it too. And she looks at me and she goes, there's, there's something so satisfying about that. And I was like, <laughs> she knows. Because <laughs> I was just sitting there watching it going, God, this really is, you know, just, there's just something very satisfying about watching it. But to hear, you know, an 11 year old say that is pretty hysterical. So that's awesome. I, you know, I, it, I, I have to admit that after watching a couple of those videos, I was, I may have browsed the use industrial sites for, six axis or up to nine axis uh, robot arms because you know you just throw a spindle on the end of it and you give it a big fat bit and then you know if you want to carve out david out of a tree you just <laughs> you know you program it and you send it to g code and all of a sudden it just you know it just starts flying around the room doing things and and the only thing that stopped me was that in my previous life as an IT guy, there have been plenty of machines that I've destroyed, um, either out of a client's request or my frustration. And so if there was any possibility of a machine actually reaching out and piercing my heart with a rotating bit, mm. uh, it would probably be one of these machines. <laughs> Speaking um, of grievances, yeah. when people say, because I'm getting ready to say this, but I want to say that I hate everyone else that does it. When people use the term, it's the way he would have wanted to go. <laughs> that makes me crazy, too. But uh, I'm almost 100% convinced, Joel, that that's the way that you would have wanted to go. 
I, I, I would be, uh, if, if it was a fair fight, like if I was, if I was locked in battle, uh, but if it was like <laughs> against a robotic arm about, okay. uh, yeah, I mean, if it was against a robotic arm and I was locked in battle and I, I, because it bested me, I, I would take that if it just reached up and like, just punched me through the heart with a, you know, with like an auger bit or something just like out of the just blue sitting there eating a kale yeah. salad. <laughs> yeah. Like that, that wouldn't be fair. No, I wouldn't want to go that way. <laughs> yeah because that's uh, that you know what every time i hear you know it's like oh yeah the you know uh, danny was on the mountain and he was trying to climb the summit and uh an avalanche came in but he really loved climbing so that's the way he would have wanted to go you're like no danny wishes he was home with his girlfriend right now (laughs) he doesn't want to be dead on that mountain frozen that's not the way this works it's not the way any of this works but uh being stabbed in the heart by a robotic arm i mean that's pretty cool. Yeah, speaking I mean, of which, I mean, if if there is a way to go. Speaking <laughs> of which, if there are any, um, if there are any uh, people in the app store that have developed a game where there is a robotic <laughs> arm that might stab you in the chest, we would be happy to sponsor you. So, it, or you, we'd be happy to have you as a sponsor. Uh, I, I mean, is what I meant to say. So, if there is any anybody in the either, whether it's the Google Play Store, oh, here we or go. Wait, wait, hold in on. The hold app on. Store, Mike. Can I? Can I? Can I do the announcement for this real quick? Can you just hold on one second? Okay, you ready? Uh, uh, Death Arm Fourteen. <laughs> first, first we took your job. Now we're taking your life. Now we're taking your life. First, right. your career. <laughs> oh no <laughs> so yes so if there is an app for that i would like to i would like to uh have them uh, we would be happy to shill for them so i don't know these people anyway so i there was a uh and, and this is going to sound like i'm bitching at certain people and that's not the case um yes it is no it's really not so because i i i understand where the initial thought for this comes from um because I have it myself. It's just the rational person in me kicks in before I have a chance to kind of go crazy with it. But so there's a post on there about, uh, you know, somebody, someone we know, I'm not mentioning any names, has been known to sneak some advertising in on some of their videos because they like being able to pay their bills <laughs> and eat warm food <laughs> on a, in a bed. <laughs> so, um, so, you know, they, uh, you know, advertising in YouTube videos or, you know, like having your Casper mattress or your gripper or whatever else you got uh, going on, um, you know, just as a matter of uh, sponsoring, you know, so does it make sense? What does it make sense? All this stuff. So there's this, you know, kind of chat thing going around or somebody had mentioned, you know, hey, you've got a game in there and it doesn't, you know, caught me off guard. And I was like, well, actually, that made total sense. But. For me personally, so why if, why did it make total sense there, Mike? Well, because it was a game about Vikings, and Izzy was the one who did it. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then when you say that, like you know, and actually put those two, like that math works, right? You get one plus two is not nine; it's whatever one plus two is. So, um, so yeah, so that was in in when I first saw the video, I remember thinking. For about two seconds, when 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 the the things first started, up, I was like, "What the hell is this?" Like it just kind of because it, it it you know you're just like oh, and then I was like, "Oh wait, this looks pretty cool." Like I want to play this game, and then I was then I was just watching the rest of the video, and it's just it, it 
it's funny to me the way people look at YouTube or, you know, anywhere online, really, uh, as sort of the sacred space where people aren't allowed to um, sell products to make money. You know, like I can't have a, you know, you can't have this whatever, right? Like one day, all of a sudden, the, the wood whisperer is trying to make me drive a Honda. You know, I have no idea why. But I mean, you know, so, but in the meantime, he's making all these videos and you know, he's feeding his family. So I, I don't find that to be weird. It's not any stranger than I'm watching, you know, somebody screaming about open concepts on HGTV and, you know, Vagisil commercials come on and or Billify or God knows what else is happening on there. So none of that stuff seems weird to me, but a lot of people are put off by that. And I just don't understand why. I don't know if you guys have any idea of what that might be that makes people crazy about that. But I, well, I just don't. You know, I think there's a there's a. There's a certain stigma that comes with the channel. Like uh, you take you take uh, Ben's channel, for instance. Ben's been always very heavily into the sponsorship, and that's just something that's widely accepted on his channel. Um, and more power to him. You know, he does a great job with it. Uh, with my channel, I've done I don't know 400 videos so far, and I think probably 50 of them have been not even that. Eesh. I don't know what 30? I've done. Maybe somebody's going to count them. Yeah, 20 or 30. Yeah, somebody go through all my videos and count the sponsored ones. Oh, and then and also uh, write into me the first time you see boobs because you haven't yet. <laughs> so, um, you know, it's your virginity uh, is being packaged. You know, and, and so. then you know, we, I've I've turned away tens and tens of thousands of dollars in sponsorships. I've turned away the Caspers. I never did any of the mattresses. I don't. I, I've turned Audible down numerous times over the past several years. I just did my first Audible one. And, um, so, you know, now that they're saying, seeing some of that, that I think there's a, there's this weird uncomfortableness about it. Like, Hey, is he's just not being fun? You know, he's, he actually, you know, did a, like a real ad instead of, you know, the sponsorships I've done in the past have been more product placement or stuff that would be deemed uh, more into the woodworking realm. Um, so it's been like, Hey, this is, you know, um, I worked with, um, um, the blue tool for a year. Bosh. Thank you. And, uh, you know, they have some great products, so that worked out. Uh, I, I love FastCap, so you guys have seen some sponsored content on about FastCap. And the owner of FastCap is one of my dear friends, and he employs a lot of people here in the U.S. And there's a lot of things about FastCap that I absolutely love, like where the products come from. Most of the products that they sell were developed by guys just like me, just like you, guys in the field making stuff every day. So I'm absolutely 100% about supporting them. Um, when it comes to audibles, it's something I use. The Viking game is something I play. It's not necessarily something that fits on my channel, um, but they did pay me to do that. And in order to fund everything that I am doing now, you're going to see more of it, boys. So just get used to it. Uh, I'm ready for it. Me. I'm excited. So, um, you know, that's part of that. That's part of this game. You know, it's part of. If I'm going to build this makerspace, if I'm going to keep this thing moving forward, and YouTube has been so hard on us as far as creators go, every change that they've made in the last four years that I've been on YouTube has damaged us. It's never been a good thing. Not one single algorithm change, not one single thing that they've ever done since I started on YouTube has been a benefit to the DIY community and the creators that put thousands of dollars of their own money and thousands and thousands of hours of time into this platform. They've never once done a thing in the last four years that's been a benefit. Every time they change something, it makes it harder and harder on us. 
You know, um, in order to keep up now, they want to see one or two or three videos a week. And if you take a couple weeks off or three weeks off, like I did, you're coming back to huge number losses. In other words, my videos aren't going to get seen. It's going to take a good solid three months of two or three videos a week to get my numbers back up where they were just a month ago because I took two weeks off. So there's, you know, and then now with the new, with the new um, changes that have gone through, it's, it's becoming much more difficult to uh, maintain a channel and to get the kind of views. And when you don't get the kind of views, that means less in the way of sponsorships when you don't have the, you know, it just, when they're not paying out, when you don't have the views, you don't make as much money. So that, you know, you have to take on more sponsorships and then the it, it's just a vicious cycle. So um, for, <laughs> for people that get upset about it, I understand why. You know, they're not accustomed to it. They're not used to it. If I'd been doing it from the start, they wouldn't even have batted an eye. But I haven't. And this is new. So, um, Well, and, but, and the YouTube marketplace is one where, I mean, you can't take on sponsors from the, from the start because, you know, no one, you know, the, the uh, micro jig is not looking for me and my seven subscribers to be like, hey, you know, we really, the, those three videos you got out of, you know, one of them, you're using a trash no. compactor to crush a TV. Like they're not going to be coming to you going, Hey, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then by the time you get to that spot, it's going to be abnormal for everybody because no one was wanting to sponsor you at the beginning. You have to build an audience well, before somebody says, Hey, here's a couple of bucks. So no, anybody who's been following you for any period of time, there will have been a place where, I mean, people may not have been coming to you in your yeah. case. They were probably coming and you were just telling them, don't, you know, Hey, listen, this is not for me, but I don't want to turn this into a whole topic, but that's a bit of a misnomer. If you have 5,000 subscribers, um, you're sponsorable. You, you can go out and find product and money, it's, but that's, that's mm -hmm. on your shoulders. They're not going to come to you. You know, if you want people to start coming to you, you're going to have to wait for the bigger numbers. So, um, you know, but the thing is, this is a platform where guys like myself have invested literally, I mean, I don't know, twenty, thirty, forty, fifty thousand dollars of my own money into making content and tens of thousands of hours. In the last four years, I've put in over ten thousand hours into this platform. There's no question about it. Um, and it seems when people, you know, you okay, you do something a little bit out of the norm, like do a an app com an app commercial in the middle of one of your videos, you you get a few wrinkled feathers, you know. Um but when YouTube does what they do, they don't, you know, and they start hurting you, there's other, you have to go, you have to make it somewhere. And that somewhere, unfortunately, is now when, if somebody offers me a sponsorship deal and it's not like, you know, women's makeup, and I think it has, it has something to do in some way, shape, form or with what I do, I'm going to take it. That's all there is to it. Sounds reasonable to me. I mean, yes, I, I, I don't, I don't ever have problems with that. So. See, for me, I don't, I don't particularly care because, like, even if it's something that, I mean, it's no different than you know commercials that run on TV. TBS has never once called me up and been like, "Hey, Mike, Toyota work for you?" You know, it's just like, <laughs> you know, that's like they're not looking for my opinion on that. And I know that you know the internet is, you know, much more, you know, it, it's supposed to be much more personal and all that. But I mean. How many of your 400,000 subscribers do you keep up with on a regular basis? You know what I mean? It's just like. Probably only about 1,000 of them. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, it's it's just. It, 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 
take whatever. I mean, mm-hmm. for me, I don't care. I mean, it's going to be, you know, it, I'm either going to buy the product that you show me or I'm not going to. Um, and 99.5% of the time, I'm not even going to look at the products I see online, right? So not not particularly in that moment. I might bump into something a few months later and be like, oh, here's that stupid thing I saw on blah, blah, blah. And, you know, let me pick one up just because, you know, this looked like fun. I still don't own a gripper and I've seen 7 billion ads for that stupid friggin' thing. So it's, you know, I, I, I just, I see them out. I never buy one and I see an ad for it all the time, but it's, you know, when it comes on, I don't get offended by it. The same guys that are getting offended by this are the guys that'll watch a CSI episode from the 1990s, you know, with, with uh, 23 minutes of every half hour devoted to the, to the show, but seven minutes worth of, you know, commercials interspaced in there, um, you know, and they're and they're the first ones to type, bang out, you know, monkey fisted on the keyboard to say something about a guy that just took twenty seven seconds, um, out of one video, and there's again, you know, ninety eight percent of Izzy's videos either aren't sponsored in a way that like that. Um, or they're not sponsored at all. And so it's, it's very, I, I don't, I don't know. You, if, I guess if you start losing subscribers, you might want to change it. Um, but if, if there's any indication, I imagine people are going to sit through and either enjoy your recommendations that you've, you know, companies that you feel that you're, you you would work with. Um, because that says a lot too, because you wouldn't, I can't imagine you picking out a crappy tool company and saying, oh, yeah, they're the best. They're the only tools I use. Because, Not a chance in hell. Right. I know you. I mean, you have some integrity in what you, you know, what you, you know, you, you what you use and what you preach are the same thing. Mm-hmm. So, so it's, 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 I, I can't imagine that's a big deal to most people. Yeah. Well, and, and well, who was it? Um, who was I watching the other day? Uh, John on uh, John Heiss, whatever you say his last name, he was on there telling people, hey, uh, please unsubscribe to my channel. So because he's just like, you know, for the number of subscribers I have, like only a percentage of people actually watch. He's like, so if you're not watching, just unsubscribe. I don't like, please go away. So I have a better idea of, you know, what it is. It's like the videos that go viral are, you know, and the ones that are actually, you know, sort of your bread and butter are the ones that, you know, your subscriber base doesn't hardly matter. <laughs> you know what I mean? So right. that was one of the things he was talking about. Now, I'm not a YouTube content creator, nor do I plan to be, but that's um, you know, that just seems like that makes sense that it's you know, these people go, Well, unsubscribe. Well, unsubscribe, go away. Like I mean, you know, if 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 the guy who is dedicating all this time and energy to provide you content, you know, is gonna go open up a, a school for, you know, people up in Michigan and you know, you're pissed off because you might have to sit through 25 seconds of him talking about something that you might actually enjoy using, then go away. Who cares? No, no one's going to miss you. You know, <laughs> it's just yeah. like, that's not, you know, and, and that was, and, and see, the thing is for me is I, if I had a con, I would only take sponsorships from the most ridiculous things imaginable, like things that you know that I've never even heard of. Like, you know, like, uh, like I'd run soul glow ads, like, you know, just, just like from uh, coming to America, um, you know, be like, you'd be like, oh yeah, that's soul glow, you know? And, and you'd be like, there's no way he's using soul glow. I mean, it's just not, but I'd be like, get that money, baby. That's how I'd end every advertisement. Every single one of them, I'd be like, get that money, baby. They'd be like, uh-huh, here it is. 
you know, just make it ridiculous because it's, you know. And again, I understand why people, the sort of knee-jerk reaction to that is, you know, oh, why are you throwing this in my face? Or you're a sellout or you're a show? Because, I mean, my initial reaction is, you know, similar. It's like, oh, what the hell is it? You know, it just kind of, it sort of takes you back. But then, like, after that half of a second, I'm done with that thought. And I'm just waiting for the content to come back on, you know, because I've been conditioned to commercials my entire life. You know, it's just there's there's never been a show that you play all the way through. So it's just yeah. it shouldn't be that abnormal to people. You know what? So. Uh, it, the God's honest truth is that I wish that I could just do nothing but, you know, goof off and make fun, wild, crazy content without any sponsorship whatsoever. Um, I really wish I could do that. But that's not that's not a reality. You know, the reality is like the people who are complaining, I have bills to pay. I have responsibilities to do. Uh, my responsibilities and bills are probably a lot larger than theirs for the most part when you consider all the things that I do. So, you know, it, it's just part of the existence that I live in. And um, I will continue to and always make the best choices for the welfare of my family and the people I care about and the growth of this community. And that's that's always going to be the, the first, what comes first. And if somebody has a problem with it, you know, they're I've never been bashful about letting, telling people that, you know what, if you don't like my stuff, go away. Um, you know, don't let the door hit you on the butt on the way out. There's plenty of people here that will enjoy it and that understand, that have the sense, like you talk about, Mike, that have the sense to understand that there's, we live in a real world with real issues and real bills and real things that have to be taken care of. And ad, ad revenue is one of the ways that we do that sort of thing. Uh, that's just part of it. And you know what? Well, I just to... I just don't understand, and I'm unsubscribing. Well, you're welcome to Joel. <laughs> I already did. I, already I did. unsubscribed while we were in the middle of the show. So what happens <laughs> is, you know, what happens until you, is until you run a soul glow ad, I'm not coming back. You end up <laughs> with somebody who's getting, you know, especially on my channel, I give away tons of information, uh, stuff that you would probably have to pay for if you went someplace else. And most of it will kill you if you're not paying attention. Well, some of it will if you, do, if you try it, but, you know, you should know better. But there's a lot of valuable information there that won't kill you. Tips and tricks, small things that you can do in the shop, ways you can save money, how you can kind of do workarounds if you don't have particular equipment. There's a whole bunch of information there on that channel, and there's hours and hours and hours of it. And um, it's free. You don't have to pay a dime for it. But if I, oh, by the way, if you sit through an ad, you still don't have to pay a dime for it. Right. And you know, if you skip the 30 second ad, you know, fast forward through it, you're still not paying a dime for it. You know, um, tough cookies, man. If you don't like it, you know, I, fuzzy butt, kiss it. I don't care. Wait, did you just say you had a fuzzy butt? Yes. Can we spend some time with that? It's all, it's all, <laughs> it's all the bear balls, frankly. <clears throat> The gristle. Sorry, I just I just completely blanked out on what we were talking about. Well, so. you know, I, and and I know it's getting to my turn <laughs> to complain about something, you know. Uh, yes. But the truth is, I don't have any complaints. I love everybody. I think everything's great. Um, oh boy, and I'm not wearing and, my boots. <laughs> well, I think it's time that we talk about so because this episode is sponsored by MissingDigitWoodshop.com. <laughs> <laughs> So, swing on over to missingdigitwoodshop.com, your one-stop place for novelty items. Crap, I'm going to have to write a check for that, aren't I? 
That's all right. It's Toolmasters next week, Joel. I feel yeah, your pain. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. Yes, and I'll be shilling our uh, podcast. I want to um, do a, I want to do something. I'm going to completely change everything for just a minute and do a very special thank you to my Toolmasters members. Uh, a very special shout out to Chris Cute and um, Jason McGinn, who last night surprised me. They wanted to do a, a, a live hangout on YouTube, you know, a Google Hangout on YouTube. And they invited a whole bunch of members from Toolmasters and basically just spent an hour talking about their experience with Toolmasters, the benefit they gotten from it. It was absolutely the most humbling thing I'd ever sat through in forever, it feels like. You know, it was just incredible, the feedback that we were getting. Lots of great guys. I mean, Mike Smirksky, Michael Murray, uh, you know, Steve Twidell, Jamie Page, all these guys, I mean, that are involved, Keith, you know, Keith uh, Knuckles. These really talented guys who are sitting there just, you know, talking about the community and the classes and everything. It, it was, I went to bed with a big smile on my face and my heart was very full. So, guys, thank you for that. Yeah, and I'm, I'm actually sorry I missed it. I, I got short notice on it and uh, and I was off watching Circus Olay. Yeah, nice. I, was invited. I was invited to that, um, but I didn't go uh, because, you know, Anytime I show up, a drinking takes contest the, takes, the, <laughs> takes the air out of everything. No, too many, my, there was too many have, open concepts. <laughs> I have, yeah, the the open concept drinking game. I was already smashed out of my face. Um, and I had I have family members in town from uh, upstate New York. They brought the cold and sadness with them, so we were out uh, having some burgers and beers. Um, so delicious. I wasn't able to make it, but uh, yeah, I wanted to go. McGinn is awesome. That guy, he sent me a message when I when he heard I got my X carve. And he was like, dude, you need to wear me out about that thing. I'm, you know, I've been using one and I'm awesome. And I was just like, e yes. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, I, I plan on wearing him out over that thing. So, actually, where was that message? You sent uh, me? Just so you know, I actually, uh, from time to time, hired Jason to write files. So he's pretty good at that too. If you get Write files? That. Write files for what? G code? Yeah. Shut the front door. Mm hmm. I'm still doing everything in Easel. It's it's so much simpler to use web-based stuff. Uh, did so, you go to Easel Pro yet? Um, they sent me the thing. I don't know that I need the extra. I don't have any V bits yet, and I haven't needed them. So um, at some point, I think I'm going to. But oh, wait until you walk into the wild, wild world of V carving. Is that the is that where the sexy happens? Oh, that is where that, when you start getting those really nice, sharp, crisp corners and old English lettering and all kinds of fun stuff, oh, mm. it just opens up a whole new happy. Yes. Well, this episode brought to you by uh, Inventables, uh, <laughs> Easel Pro, only nineteen ninety five a month. Sign up now. Um, yeah, none of these people sponsor anything, by the way. But uh, yeah, that, uh, yeah, that software is pretty cool. The, uh, I'm yeah, still I sending them, them a bill, by the way. Yeah, we probably should. So. And I'll go and I'll go and pay for I just, it. Yeah, I, I just talked to Zach uh, a couple of days ago, and um, Who's Zach talking, Zach owns Inventables. Um, and we were talking about the new Easel Pro and doing some stuff with TMA, which is really cool to have them on board with TMA. And then we were talking about the Easel Pro and adding a couple of cool little features to it. So that you, I I had this talk with him like on Friday. I promised to send him some files. I just realized I didn't. So. Thank you for this conversation. I'm writing it down right now. That I'm you're welcome. Files. 
All right, Zach. Well, I want a free month for uh, <laughs> for reminding Izzy to send you over the stuff that he forgot. Hawking oh, your wares. Yeah. That um, thing, by the way, um, you if you have an opportunity to get a CNC machine, do it. Because the number of friends that you didn't know you had is absolutely <laughs> staggering. The, you'd be amazed how many people just all of a sudden show up that need things. So it's 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 pretty spectacular. It's but, the same when you get a 3D printer too. Yeah, I think it, so. Question for the uh, for you guys. Um, so the next thing on the, I, I either want to do some type of laser thing, or a 3D printer. One of the two. Which which do you think would laser. be a better investment next? Laser, 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 laser. laser? Yeah. yeah. They seem to be about the same money for decent ones. So, so no, well, no, you're gonna you're gonna buy a K40. Is what you're gonna buy? Am I? Yep. Yep. Okay. Because because it's cheap and you can get your feet wet in it, and when it breaks or it doesn't work the right way, you won't feel bad. Uh, three hundred and fifty bucks will get you a K40. It's it's one of the blue and whites that are on eBay and stuff. And you can uh, cut paper with it and and great, you know, burn in really cool well, it's, lettering it's, and stuff. And it's thirty watts. I mean, they advertise at forty watts, but it's not. It's thirty watts. You yeah. can cut through, you know, half inch ply on the thing. Your working space is small. It's not. It's not good to cut in half inch ply because it it takes a lot of passes. But um, but you can you know you can get your feet wet in it, and it'll get you kind of the the feel that you had to get with with uh, with doing G code and how the bits work in reality versus mm-hmm. what you want it to do in the program, and um. So you can, you know, you, those, it, it runs on a little program and you can kind of put out your stuff and you tell it, uh, you know, what things to cut first, you know, the order of operation, uh, or you this do things only 400 bucks. Yeah. Jesus. I was going to spend a lot more than that. Yeah. yeah. And actually they're expensive right now because of the holidays. Mm-hmm. They go down in price after the holidays. Wait till January and pick it up for three twenty five, three fifty. Yeah. What? Yeah. It's just, you just, yeah, but now you, you gotta just, wait till January. Right. Actually, I have one. It has a broken laser tube in it. But if you wanna, if you want it, I'll ship it to you, and then you could just spend a hundred bucks on a new laser tube. Boom. Hmm. Actually, I think I have to come down there at some point, so I'll just yeah. steal it from you when you're yeah. not looking. That's fun. <laughs> when I, yeah, when no, I make I, out of I, there with all your walnut scraps. What was it, I well, thinking? I should have put a school between the two of you instead of way the hell up here. We would like a little uh, party. I think we had this conversation. We had this conversation. Oh, yeah. Now I remember. Something about, oh, the Upper Peninsula and, and Eskimos call to me. Oh, gosh. There is snow on the ground right now, and it is lovely. Yeah. Wait, well, what? Yesterday, it was 73 degrees and sunshiny. It was like 14 when I woke up this morning, but it got up to 32 today yeah you 14. paid more in heat than i did yeah let's 14. Not, isn't that the preferred age of some of the uh, alabama subject. people running for senate i believe so <laughs> too soon <laughs> the uh no i i was gonna say i do have some gripes but they're in general i've i usually tend to air them anyway uh i i had a post that uh, talking about people when they ask questions uh, in group forums and things like that. Like, like if you ask a competent question, I will give you a competent answer. Um, but if you describe then how my answer won't work your situation because of A, B, and C, 
then you didn't ask it like competently. Like you didn't say those things are consideration. So there's, I, I would say that, that there's some really, really helpful groups out there and lots of guys that like me love sharing information and personal experience, but, uh, uh, not quite as passionately as, uh, Mike and his open plans. Um, but I, I did, I have, a I, I have, people have turned me off to making, uh, answers to their questions because I feel like I just get rebuked from something that I wasn't aware of. If it's, you know, if it's, if it's a fairly, um, there's some things I'm, I, I would consider myself an expert in. If you want to ask me about, you know, dust control and dust collection, I, I run a big shop and we have to take in literally mathematics when we're designing this, um, about how to move the air. Um, if you want to ask me about CNC work, you know, I've been designing files for the last four years. I could probably tell you a lot about those things or what bits work for me. Um, you know, or a number of other things, but it, it's, or, you know, even like I want to set up an LLC, I'll be like, you know what? I've done that a few times. I could probably help you. Um, but if you, you know, it's just one of those things, be aware when you're, I guess, I guess my festivist moment is if you're, if you're asking about things and you already think you have an answer and you just want confirmation on it, I'm probably not your guy because if I'm answering, I probably know a fair amount on the subject and I will probably end up having a different opinion than say a beginner in that area than I do now. Sometimes they're easy things. Um, but but in general, I'll be glad to express my opinion, but don't tell me why I'm, don't tell me why I'm wrong in it. Because if, if it's something I don't know well, then I'll just, you know, I'll just step back and say, okay, you know, maybe somebody else can chime in and, and come up with something. So that's, that's my, my grievance for the day. Hmm. That, uh, that seems relatively tame. <laughs> so, but I did, see, I, a- I did rail on uh, cheap Chinese imports trying to pass themselves off as really good equipment uh, on a post, and I got some people's feathered ruffled uh, because there's a brand name, uh, and it's, it's not Harbor Freight, um, that I talked about, and that seemed to irritate some people. Mm. But, but other than that, I don't shy away see, from those a, things. I can, I can, no one will listen to this, but the, the answer to your... Um, uh, let's see here. The answer to your question, we used to do this back in the, uh, we used to critique sales trainings. So the only way you're allowed to, to critique oh, a sales yeah. training when we used to do this is you can either ask for clarification or say thank you. So those, so if you, if you only respond in those two ways, so if someone says, hey, uh, you know, blah, 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 and then you chime in with an answer and then they go, well, that doesn't fit me because that's, you know. That's like a dick way to answer that. The The answer should either be thank you or I would like clarification. So could you clarify on this? And if you if you limit yourself to those two responses, um, you actually find out that you'll end up learning more uh, than if you just go, well, that doesn't apply to me. Right. That's I mean, so I really can, cool. it, 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 it tends to shut the helpful person down. You know, mm-hmm. if if you get told like, okay, you know, I'm using up my time to answer your question, 
and now you're describing how wrong I am, and I shouldn't well, have bothered. And time is the uh, time is the one thing that, um, as long as we're being pissed off, let me just go full pissed off here. But <laughs> time is the time is the one thing that people don't consider as a resource that has any value, like you know, which is, is you, crazy. Izzy, you make content, you do this, but the number of people that, that will come up to you and ask you, hey, can you make me a thing? And think nothing of just, you know, the amount of time it's going to take you to do whatever. I made these little lanterns, um, snowman. Your snowman cutouts. lanterns. I love those. They're cute, right? So Can you, you know, make me like, one? I'll absolutely make you one. So, <laughs> but when people come up and they ask you, like, "Hey, can you?" They never consider what your time is worth, right? The the thing about time is, we've been recording for forty nine minutes. The first forty nine minutes of this that that time is gone, right? We've decided to invest it in this medium and do this thing, and I'm going to kill myself as soon as we get done with this because I can't believe that we just spent forty nine minutes wasting my time with it. But um, like that. Whatever you just did, that time is lost. And, you know, you traded it for something, right? So if you're taking the time to answer somebody's question, someone who asked a question, uh, you know, hey, can you, and they go, oh, well, thanks, but, you know, that thanks, but no thanks is basically the answer. It's just a shitty way to respond because, you know, someone traded a moment of their life in time that that time, and that time is gone. To provide you with some type of response, there was an interaction there that was meaningful to the person who gave you an answer, right? It meant enough to you, Joel, to to take two minutes or 10 seconds or whatever to type up an answer, say, hey, here's been my response, blah, blah, blah. You know, so I, you and I had a five minute conversation on the phone when I first got the CNC machine about um, bits and materials and all this other stuff. And I was, I was taking notes on my phone, you know, as we were talking, but I was like, wow, this is, you know. This guy knows I sent you a two-page email. I still have it. Uh, so, you know, and then, well, the funny part is you sent me the email and you went, hey, uh, uh, the first half of that was wrong. Just take all that out. So it was, I was like, okay, I'm on, because I had my notes from our conversation. I was like, all right, the email he just sent me is completely different from what he told me on the phone. And then you sent me another email and said, hey, uh, I was wrong about the first three things. Just get rid of all that. I was like, oh, okay, moving on. So. But it was, you know, the fact that you've taken the time to send that email over to me or took five minutes to, um, hey, do X, Y, and Z, you know, that saved me. That saved me so much time, you know. So it's that people don't have any respect for time or don't think that time has any value um, is, is, is one of the more off-putting things to me because if you ask me to make you something, most of the time I'll say yes because the, the process of creating is something I really, really enjoy. You know, making something today that, you know, wasn't there yesterday, um, you know, particularly something that's a gift for, you know, family or friend or something like that. I, I enjoy that. But the problem that I have is that people come up to you like, hey, I need this. Could you they, they sort of have this entitlement to them? Like, well, I'll just ask because I know he'll make it. That type of stuff is just it makes me crazy because they just don't they're not respecting your time, you know. So and, and to some extent, you know, people that are pushing back is on you know, your, your, uh, you know, the ads and things like that, you know, Oh, I have to sit here through it. It's like, <laughs> yeah, but the amount of time he's given you, you know, 
he's asking you to for 30 seconds even even if you ran if you ran a three minute ad on a seven minute video i'd probably slap you the next time i saw you but you know you're running 30 seconds worth of hey blah 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 blah, blah and then you know you're moving on it's like i i that doesn't bother me because i'm respectful of your time you've given me this gift right you took the time to this lathe that you made with its friggin' monster CNC machine and wood gears, and it's powered by a drill because, of course, it is. Like you took all this time to to make this thing and put this content out and make it available. You know, for me to be like, oh my god, he, you know, he's trying to steal thirty seconds of my life so he could, you know, pay for <laughs> God knows what. It's just it, it seems ridiculous to me to be, you know, sort of crazy about that because I want to be respectful of your time. At the same time, you have to be respectful of mine. You know, I've seen some guys out there, they do they do a six-minute video and they got three ads running in it. They can kiss my fat ass because they're they're just, you know, that's too much. You gotta give me give me a minute, right? But um, but yeah, that you gotta be you gotta show some respect for people's time, you know. Please, for the love of God. And if you just listen to a five-minute rant about time, the irony of that really should have caught up to you. <laughs> It's 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 funny that you you say it that way because I think of you know people often say money they equate money with oftentimes bad deeds or things like that and I equate money um, to me trading my time in the only time I'll ever have in that moment um, to do something for you you know whether that's uh, woodworking or filling out paperwork or um running a restaurant, whatever those things are, I'm trading my life essence, you know, that, that the things that I, I can never replenish again. Um, and I trade that for my time. So when somebody says, Hey, I, I want a table and then you give them a price on it and they come back and they go, Oh wow. I didn't realize it was going to be that expensive. It, which is fine because then I, I have learned instead of getting pissed off, uh, to, to figure out that fine, they aren't in a position to afford my time. Um, which again is fine by me too. Um, it just, it's at a certain point you have to understand, especially when you're doing commission pieces and you're figuring out prices, even if you're going to art shows, you know, and you're displaying for, uh, you know, in a booth. You've got to figure out that all the time that you put into it, all the time you did selling it, all the time that you're going to talk to people on the phone that won't do that work. There's a percentage of, of time wasted that you have to make up for in your pricing. It's actually a big factor in how you price your items. Um, so like this whole conversation isn't just complaining. There are some, there's some very good life lessons because when people are not happy doing the work they have, and, and to be honest with you, when I worked in IT, we added asshole tax to people that we didn't like because we had to spend time with them in a way that was not fun uh, or or particularly rewarding other than monetary. And so there there would be times where there would, or it's a rush job and, you know, it's their fault that, you know, there was just a certain amount of money that they paid over um, to, to compensate me or whoever was working it to, to make those things happen. So it's, I, I just wanted to tie in, there's actual real, other than not valuing it, there's ways to make people value it. Now, Mike, if you keep giving away all your crap, I can't help you. So. I mean, yes and no. I mean, there's, the thing is, is most of the time, most of the time I like giving away things because 
I enjoy the I enjoy the process of making stuff, but I also enjoy not having someone be able to come back to me and give me shit about it. Because there is a there there is a <laughs> that that is there, there is value in that to me. If I give you something, you know, no one's no one's ever received Nobody's- something I've given them for free and turn around and go, well, you know, this could have been longer, you know. So so you don't get you don't get crap from people. They're just thankful to have a gift. So I get to make things. Um, I get to give those things to people, and then I don't have to worry about. Um, you know, somebody giving me a hard time about the thing I just gave them because they just received a gift, right? So that's that frees up a lot of my time because I don't have to please the masses. You know what I mean? Or if I have sold things, I make things and then I sell those things. So it's not it's I don't do custom work for most people because I don't want to have the conversation of, oh well, I want this piece to be brown and this piece to be white and this piece to be oak and this piece to be maple and you're just such just, a hey, temperamental artist. Yeah, well it's, just, well, it's not just it's. I I wanted to make this thing as I wanted to make it, and if you want to buy it, that's fine. But you're gonna pay for it exactly the way it is, <laughs> you know. And if you come to me and go, well, I really like that. Can you make a book? No, no, no. This is what I got. Let's, do you want that? Or you know, I'll give it to you. You don't even have to pay me for it. If you just take it, but don't ask me to build it <laughs> something different. <laughs> right. So, Joel, can you make me a monogram? Yeah, of course yeah. I can, and and I'll make them a monogram, and they're like. I don't like it at all. And I'm like, well, it was free. What do you care? They're like, it's not even my initials. It will. Like, hey. oh, okay. Well, fine. <laughs> fine. Maybe you have me on that one. I thought, I thought your name was douche. So I apologize. Just, but, just make do use a marker. Yeah. Just, Hey, you can cut out the letters that you don't need. <laughs> so, yeah. But but yeah, that's uh, it's it's not. Have you noticed? Is he hasn't said anything because he he really wants to be nice. He has people that depend on him and that that enjoy his personality as being and always a kind of a fun guy. I, and let, we're let me, two assholes that don't have like a whole channel to support. And and uh, well, here's the thing. And let me just you know. uh, first of all, um, it's not that I don't have a channel to support. Uh, you know, I'm the host. I have to I have to create some type of content or else. You wouldn't be listening for fifty-eight minutes. So, um, but chances the, are, uh, if if you do the percentages right, most people are not listening for fifty-eight minutes. Actually, for our podcast, the majority of people listen to it all the way through, which is something very wrong with you people. So, but um, if you've made it this far, if the insanity this far, yeah, oh, has increased. Boy, we love you. But no, what I was going to say is that uh, Izzy's not trying to be nice. Izzy actually is nice. Like. The thing about Izzy is like he's you know this big guy you know six foot whatever he's weighing these days I know he's slimmed down because he's sexy tight um, pants tight skinny jeans maybe not skinny jeans but you know <laughs> no sleeves in any of his wardrobe like Izzy he's just a nice guy I mean and he's not trying to be nice he just is nice like he's not trying to be right. he's not trying to be a jerk because you know it's just it doesn't fit him. I'm trying to be a jerk because it's entertaining, um, and I'm a jerk. So it's, <laughs> you know, it's, you can say practically anything as long as you get somebody to laugh at it. That's and it doesn't even have to be the person that you want to laugh at. It just has to be someone near them laughing. But right. yeah, well, but that's uh, why that's why we get along so well, Mike. You complete me, which is which is why I think you guys picked me as the 25th person to host this because 20, you're like twenty third, twenty third. This idiot will say practically anything. So, 
Well, no, actually, it was the fact that you both volunteered to do all the work and you didn't want any money. So it was, it was a, frankly, it was that, a win-win. By win. the way, I did not actually. I did say that, didn't I? Shit. Yeah, you did. Sorry. It's oh. In your contract now. Actually, I think it was one of the first things I said. Even if this thing takes off and starts making a million dollars a year, I don't want any money. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> you know, I don't really care if it ever makes money. I just hope that twenty-five years from now, <laughs> the three of us are still meeting up once a week and just you know having our little rants and talks. How would that podcast would be, even be then? That would right be awesome. At that point. Okay, let's make a pack now. So, uh, when twenty-five years, we're all going to be retiring. Let's go to the same retirement. And let's pretend like we're still on the air and we'll just, we'll go in a corner once just a week. Record. Yeah. And just, no, not even record. Just like talk to a potted plant. No, oh, right? we have to record. There has, Cause I want somebody to hear, Oh, Izzy, my balls hit the water today. <laughs> Izzy'd be like, Oh yeah, that Margaret from bingo. She was quite the catch. You know? <laughs> I'd be like, oh, God. <laughs> Joel will be like, I got Viagra in every candy dish in my room. <laughs> Don't let the kids go trick-or-treating in there. And I'm not sure why we all got southern accents. When I, I don't know either, but that is awesome. Yeah, you're welcome. I feel like uh, I feel like I turned into a larger version of, uh, you know, Colonel Sanders. <laughs> I just turned oh. you into like the uh, the grandmother from the Nutty Professor. Right. Right. <laughs> Don't let the gray hat fool you. Yeah, so is this all, is this going to be our being very annual generous. festivus? You say I think we're, we're all being very generous at the idea that that's going to be us in twenty five years instead of like ten. But right, like, yeah, that's right. Well, I mean, to be fair, me and Joel are only early forties. So <laughs> hey, where yeah, do you think I'm true. sitting, man? Oh, <laughs> you say well, we you know we joke that you're the oldest on the show. We'll be sitting in we'll be sitting show. in our room with our uh, with our. Uh, Hey, I might be the oldest, but I'm still the most immature. So, yeah, that's no, I don't think that's true. I gotta say, I gotta believe I give you a run for your money. <laughs> it, I, close. you know, I was gonna, I was gonna go in, in on that, and and I don't think, I think we're all just a little immature. I hope so, because if if not, what the hell are we doing this for? I don't want to grow up. Growing up sucks. I, you I know, mean, I take, is, I take my employees bowling 40, every once in a while. You don't have to. Yeah. I mean, I, my I said father, I take my, my, my employees bowling every once in a while because I just don't want to work. <laughs> we were, uh, my father's, you know, 67-ish, I think, 67. Yeah, 67. Sorry, Dad. He doesn't listen. But if he does, because these computer things are so hard to operate. Mike, can you come by and show me how to check my email? Sorry. But so... Yeah, he's 67, and we were sitting around today making fun of people like we were still in high school. That's awesome. So, yeah, I don't think that there's ever going to be a chance for me to grow up. That's if you're waiting for that. No, no I hope Don't not. wait for that. It's yeah. not coming. I, the, he's, I think, he's certainly not the example of maturity. I'm, I'm waiting for Izzy's uh, mid-century modern uh, furniture rant. <laughs> Ooh, wow, you rang the finale bell. Yeah, I did. Yeah, well, we're going to have to save that one for next week. Or uh, that's fine. Festivus because... Part 2. I've got, I've oh, got a whole entire, season of grievances. I've got an entire three hours I can take up on that one. You know, Right. I mean... well, go ahead. I'll cut it up. We don't have to meet next week. <laughs> <laughs> right I'll just record on. a new intro when you guys aren't around. <laughs> Well, you know, I I look back and I'm I'm I don't consider myself an expert, but I am something of a furniture buff, and 
This whole thing say. with mid-century modern you said is buff. Yeah, buff. Um, it, it's gotten under my skin a little bit, and mostly because it's uh, making it difficult online to search furniture if I'm looking for particular style or piece or something that I, I recall and I want to go steal some design elements from it. Um, I can't find it anymore because every, I mean, furniture companies, magazines, uh, creators, bloggers, content, they're just calling everything mid-century modern. And 99.9% of it has gotten absolutely zero to do with mid-century modern unless it's got, it's got a straight line. Okay. That's mid-century modern, you know, and it's just driving me nuts. Um, you know, a lot of the stuff that I'm seeing online that they're posting as mid-century modern is more, you know, Art Deco or Art Nouveau. It, it's got absolutely zero to do with mid-century modern style. And the there's a very common uh, mis- misunderstanding that, um, and, and it's arguable. I mean, some people say mid-century modern is from like 1930, 1960. Uh, guys like myself, historians, we, we mid-century modern. No, the say, hell it's not. It's. It's exactly that. 1947 to 1957 is the real mid-century modern movement. Um, you know, and prior to that, we had a lot of really cool stuff, you know, uh, like Art, Art Deco in the 1940s was absolutely an amazing time to be a furniture designer. There's some really cool stuff that came out of there, a lot of elements that we still see in today's furniture. Um, you know, but anyway, so I had a whole, I, don't, I have a whole spiel we can go over all of that you know, but um, we'll have to do that on another podcast because I, I can, I actually, I just thought of something. This is, this is brilliant in a way I shouldn't give this away, but I'm going to give this to you, Izzy. Ooh. You can change the furniture game. And I know how Are you ready for this. I'm ready. You have a pen, write this down right underneath that thing. You're supposed to send the guy from Inventables. I never wrote that down either. I no, I know I was... you didn't. I, you didn't even have to say that out loud, but so, Open concept furniture. Oh, dear God. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll be the what, first guy to make open concept furniture a thing. And people, you will make a zillion dollars. <laughs> open concept furniture. Oh, open I can concept tell you, furniture. It it's tell you furniture what it is. made out of it's furniture made out of Lexan. You can see. Hold right on one it. second. Open <laughs> concept. No, no, no. I'm gonna even give you one better. It's it's just lumber on a pallet. <laughs> yes. Awesome. No more. It can it can't exceed the height of three inches above the pallet. <laughs> See, I'm looking at it right now. I just did a Google search. That's my dresser that's holding oh, up no. my boxes of shirts. Open concept furniture does not exist. And <laughs> let me tell you something. Because the people that say the word open concept don't have a friggin' clue what they're talking about anyway. So then that's like not anybody knows what it actually is. So if you were to make open concept furniture, it, you, it, all the money in the world, you, it's, it, you could make all the money. You'd be like, well, what does that mean? Be like, well, I use birch logs. Oh, of course you do. Like that's open concept furniture, right? Like that because, right. yeah, they don't know. They just don't know. So. No, you just, you widen it up. You're like, you're like, oh, this is my open concept furniture. It's very it's trendy con- right now. We use a little something called wood. Here's what you do. This uh, listen, you so you make a hutch, but instead of the top part of the hutch sitting on top of the actual base, you just put like a four inch gap there, <laughs> and that's it. And people be like, "Oh shit, open concept furniture!" 
And then and I'll have a new I, drinking game. I can see my veranda through it. Open concept furniture. It doesn't exist. You could be the first person. <laughs> and you better hurry up because if you I don't do thinking, it, some other idiot listening to the show is that, going to. Every time you say that, I think of like Tuscan style furniture with like the. No, ocean no, don't, don't you rebrand it. So, don't you dare do no, that. No, you hey, keep hey, open easy. concept furniture. We'll just take the oh, we'll just take the Tuscan grates and put it on really boxy furniture. We'll call it mid century open. <laughs> You're going to be <laughs> mid century open concept furniture. By the way, uh, I I did I did want to mention that uh, right, I might wait, have wait. to call nine one one because I started your game earlier this podcast, and I'm on my thirty seventh shot. Oh, oh, dear Lord. So. Um, I have a quick question for you guys, and it's a little trivia question. What is our today from, like, say, 1960s to present? What is our furniture called today? Like Ikea? 20 years from now, 300, you know, 40 years from now, 100 years from now, what are they going to call this period? What do they call Ikea? Schwendengaken or whatever that stuff is? I, I would call it particle board. It's the minimalist period. We're in the minimalist period of furniture design right now. Please don't tell me that's true. Yep, it's true. I've seen how some of my friends decorate their houses. There's nothing minimalist about it. I know. I understand that, but we're talking about furniture design, not necessarily how they decorate their houses. Izzy, right. I swear to God, dude, if you don't have the open concept furniture line here soon, I'm going to be more disappointed in you than any other human being in my life and that's a long list so <laughs> i guess i'm gonna have to design an open concept furniture line and i don't even know what the hell that means but that's on you to figure oh, out it means really out. skinny furniture that you just smelt slam straight against the wall <laughs> so, izzy oh. i i actually have it you ready i can give you a piece right now so you make a <clears throat> you make a dresser right you keep it fairly modern right and instead of uh, you would you would do the carcass, and you would have all the no places drawers. for the drawers. But instead of the drawers, you put the drawer runners, or you put the sliders, but you just put a single board, like like there's no actual drawer. It's just a shelf that comes out. Oh, I love it. I'd buy ten of them. I'll buy the first ten you make. Sounds like a John McCracken line. <laughs> there's somebody out there right now going dude build that man that would be totally fat i'm never gonna build that man <laughs> ever <laughs> i you know what i'm not i'm not going to the app store to download your game what you do know, you think about that i don't care because i'm not building that you know how many pairs of socks <laughs> i would have every time i have to bend over to pick <laughs> stuff up are you kidding me you know i'm a i'm a bull in a china shop when i open a drawer i'm like when no, no, no. i open slam there's no shop. drawer to open that's what makes it beautiful but, there is but, a drawer to open you have there to is not it is open concept <laughs> it's oh. open concept you don't have to do all that but is he that gives me but but hold on you see you create a problem with that then and then i come in with my small product design and i come in with uh with a uh, spartan sock holder oh to, to to have oh, with your open that needs uh, to exist <laughs> design it needs to exist see that's what i'm saying like a little spartan that that makes sure your socks don't hit the ground from your poorly yeah. designed excellently executed hmm. open open plan uh, hey yep. joel i'm gonna give you one here's a, here's one for you too i gotta <laughs> we should open it too bad we don't have phone lines you could do it you could do a sock flight a sock instead flight? of a beer flight like a a beer flight that only holds socks, and then you could put that in his open concept furniture as an accessory. 
Oh, what are we even talking about? That would be awesome. It's like, I just like, I just made like, you guys all the money. Just right, take me on no, cruises. Is all no, 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 no. We're going to turn that into a subscription service. Every month, you'll have a sock flight that comes in with like four different color choices. And oh. then, and, but you won't get the other sock until the next month. So you have to keep your subscription going. I, I think that, uh, I think all of this needs to happen. Izzy, if you don't do open concept furniture, though, then we can't build the sock flight and all of our hopes and dreams die at the same time. So I, can kill I hate to put all of that on you. One time. Yes. I, mean, wait, I hate to put all of that on you, but uh, I have an entire generation of, of beautiful young daughters who are counting on you to make oh. sure that the open concept furniture concept. <laughs> all right. I have a homework assignment for you guys so we can argue about this um, in one of our future podcasts. Um, when you're, when you're cruising around the, and you can call and ask me for these names later, but, um, look up George Nielsen, uh, look up Arn Jacobson and Ray and Charles Eames. These are designers, furniture designers. And then, um, also John McCracken, I kid you not. Uh, Is it Robert, George Nielsen or George Nelson? Nelson. Sorry. Okay. Robert Morris and Ann Turret. T R U, you're asking me how to spell T R U, I T T I think. So look up these designers and get a kind of get a feel for what they've done, and uh, one one is uh, mid century modern and the other is is what we're in now the minimalists uh, period, and uh, get a really good grasp on the mid century modern stuff. So we. Well, can I'm just... looking at George Nelson's furniture right now and. I really wish I could unsee some of this. Right. Okay. So we're talking mid-century modern. Um, and this is where, you know. Sorry, George. Yeah. No, nothing against. This was a long, long time ago. You know, we're talking 40s now. So um, George Nielsen, I, I think he was really, or Nelson, was really, really, period, you know, really, very period strong. In, um, Great like, comb over too, by the way. In like 40, right, 47, 48, right at the beginning of the mid-century modern period. So. Anyway, um, I just want you guys to get a grasp of their furniture styles. So the next time we have this conversation, and if you in the audience want to kind of get a grasp of their furniture styles, you have a lot more uh, context for a future podcast. And I'm not saying it'll be next week, but we'll have a lot more context for a future podcast where we actually talk about um, furniture design, the periods that they were in, and why uh, it's important that we quit calling things that they're not. <laughs> so... Well, George Nelson, this looks like everything that he's made. Looks like something that I remember seeing in porno movies when I was too young to watch them. You probably brought probably correct. Yes. Yes. It, it's is... it's the it's a proper term for that is the the bushy period. Bushy period. God, I hope that's not true. <laughs> Although I will say this one couch that he made, I would buy today. That is sexy. Which one is the big fat arm? I, I mean, I, big fat I, I'm not going to describe it on the radio, but the uh, yeah, <laughs> it's. It's the one with the leather. Um, yeah, he's got uh, this is some pretty cool stuff here. You, here to, is... you, you heard it here, folks. Uh, Mike wants a casting couch. Oh, God, Mike. Mike no, needs I, a casting Mike couch. Mike does not want that at all. Mike would I like don't... a couch protector. <laughs> the problem with a casting couch, you got to give up half your stuff if you have one because, you know, that's what divorce costs. Right. So, and, and like Chris Rock said, half is a lot. So... Oh, you guys! All right, Savages. well, gentlemen, the trick is uh, not to have stuff. 
I I have a show on HGN that I'm sure I'm going to find some sort of butterfly catcher and her husband that makes uh, rare fork statues, and they can only afford a house that's, uh, uh, you know, 2.3 to 2.3 million dollars with a 700,000 reno budget and an open concept. Open. We want an open concept. And the best part is they'll find a place just outside of the valley and it'll be. Oh, this is thirteen hundred square foot, and it's three point seven million. It's just a right. little bit outside of your budget. <laughs> like, it, uh, it's a garage with a bedroom. <laughs> yeah, isn't it great? <laughs> anyway, well, uh, listen. Uh, let's go ahead and put the wraps on things, so I can go. It, I I just feel like this open concept furniture thing is not going to take off, and I'm going to be very heartbroken over that. I, I listen so. here. I'm going to I'm going to draw up some things and I'll see if I can get your approval. I will make uh I will make three drawings. Uh Oh, I don't care what the stuff looks like. It's just got to be it's got to be branded. It doesn't have to be open concept anything cuz no one knows what open concept means anyway. So <clears throat> just call it that so people will buy it. That's all I you got to do. I think I think we need to at that point though, Ooh, I open think concept Izzy, Izzy needs to have like a persona. Oh. Like this is this is open concept by Swan. Oh God! I'm gonna have to Tell me if that's just not gonna have to wear a beret and a neckerchief. I can't wait to yeah, see. Yeah, he it. is. <laughs> One of long no, ass cigarette no. holders for all the right. villains from he'll, the uh, he'll be you know, like, the 40s head. Izzy will be like, no, no, it's just Swan, no Mister. Uh, today we're joining Izzy in the rustic hills of Michigan to talk about his new open concept furniture. Mr. Swan, he, he comes out. He's got a beret on. Oh, hello! You're like, oh, I love you, you guys. I love you guys, but this shit is never gonna happen ever. Oh. It, it better happen. No, I'm building mid-century rustic, rustic monster century, mountain rustic century, something. <laughs> something. Open, I'm telling you, you need to brand open concept furniture. So open concept furniture. All right. All right. One, I'll do one Anyway, piece. if you guys have any brilliant ideas, um, and I'm talking to you, the listeners now, uh, if you have any brilliant ideas for open concept furniture or topics for the show or God knows what else, just uh, find us online. We're at maybe I've said too much.com. Uh, you can find us on the uh, social media stuffs at maybe podcast. So we're on the Twitter, the Facebook, the Instagram. I'm not sure. Hey, I saw you like- guys posting on Facebook. Yes, I had, nice. well, MySpace. I can't. I can't get into our MySpace account, yeah, so happens. I'm locked out of Friendster. But uh, but yeah, so you can find us there. Send us some stuff, if comments, questions. Uh, hashtag Open Concept, um, and we'll uh, reply and uh, you know get to going. Any sponsors uh, Joel, you want to see us working with? Oh, yeah, I, we don't care. Don't tell yeah. us because you're just going to call us sellouts and shills anyway. So if you got any sponsor ideas, just shut your mouth and go back to your <laughs> mother's bedroom. Your basement or wherever you lay down at night. But uh, Joel, either uh, not to segue from that into hey, what do no, you got going on? No, no, but thanks uh, for leading me on with that one. It's yeah, a- hey Joel, after I just shit all over our audience, you got anything you want to promote? <laughs> nope, nope, I'm good. I don't. Uh, there's nothing I do. There's you don't have to write any angry letters. Yes, or anything. No, uh, uh, no, I've, I've, uh, I, I don't have anything particularly to promote. Although it was nice seeing all the different videos and stuff that came out of FabTech uh, with the guys that, that did their... Uh, yeah, that was uh, fun. ZH, uh, Zach, um, and his Oh, his did you crew. see his clamp table? Is nuts. I He's know. Absolutely nuts. I'm like, it's one of those, that's just brilliant. 
it's it's uh I th- he's I on haven't instagram. seen any of this so if these are spoilers please let me well i, I me think on off. instagram it's uh it's it's zh fabrication isn't it yes is it or fa- founder uh zh yeah i think it's fabrication uh zach and he did this amazing clamp bench because the the challenge was jimmy duresta was going to make a table uh for lincoln at their booth uh at fabtech and then everybody else was going to make a different style of chair to go around the table. And there's some amazing chairs there, but unsurprisingly, Zach and his insane mind came up with this this bench held up by clamps. Uh, for the big win, C clamps. as far as I'm concerned, that was insane. That was awesome. Yeah, it was just brilliant, brilliant right. stroke of genius. Anyway, so yeah, so it's watching those videos and uh, seeing all the fun fabrication stuff, uh, is is kind of awesome. I'm sad I missed that show. So yeah, don't mind me. I was just looking for it because I haven't been. I've been so busy with work. I haven't had a chance to be on anything social. So, oh wow, yeah. that thing is sexy as all uh, get out. Right, right. Tell me that's not cool. Jesus. Yeah. No. See, stuff like this depresses the hell out of me because like people. <laughs> The people are this talented and that I'm not is just, it's just too much. Like that thing is friggin' amazing. Yeah. And I'd oh love to God. say that's a fluke, like some sort of like just stroke oh, no. of brilliance. This whole Instagram yeah. channel. He's got no, no. He's just on. everything he touches turns to damn, yeah, no, you great. know, welded and forged gold. Yeah. He's awesome. He, he's he got one of those minds that's just geared towards this kind of stuff. And it's incredible to watch him create. Or just By the way, am creation. I the only person that didn't get an Arbitech? piece because uh apparently on uh on instagram that's uh everybody in the world got one but me i guess no they were gonna send you one but there was a petition saying no that man doesn't need to own an angle grinder with the he giant doesn't blade. want any sponsors that guy yeah no they but, didn't trust you to have a giant cheese grater listen i i they shouldn't i'm a terrible person i'll take advantage <laughs> of them in every way i can but um anyway izzy Yes, sir. Tell us where uh, people can find your things, sir. Uh, IzzySwan.com. Yeah, it is. Look at you. Mm. By the way, if you haven't checked out that uh, Lignum YouTube channel, that guy's got some sick stuff going oh, on, yeah, and he's got the greatest CNC machine I've ever seen, ever. It's not a CNC so, machine. It's an actual Mike, we need to, robot. we need to get you out more, Mike. <laughs> Oh, dude, that thing has got an articulating arm. Yeah, we we need to get you out more. There's some machines. Just because if you had that, you would make it do sexual things on you. It doesn't mean that he can't use it as a CNC. What do you don't? Hey, don't be projecting your ideas onto me there, pal. (laughs) By the way, if you get a chance, he did a he redid a uh, one of those two hand saws, Mm -hmm. two person saws. Pole saw. And and he had the friggin CNC machine be the other side of it. So yeah, of you, course. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. You need to watch that. That's a guy who I, he needs to make more videos. So, but anyway. Right so uh, all right, well, find us on the thing. Send us a thing. Do a thing. Something. I don't know. Do something. Just stop bitching at Izzy about his friggin' sponsored content. I, bitch all you want to. It's, it doesn't bother me one little bit. It doesn't bother me either, except it bothers me. So, but uh, that's pretty much it. That's Thanks it. very much, everybody, for listening. Sorry for the ear beating. Sure, the comments and instant messages will be uh, hot and heavy. Come, after we come back next week. One. We'll talk about puppy dogs and butterflies. <sighs> yeah, they are delicious. And how much we hate them. I mean, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> 
I make a rover butterfly stew that's absolutely amazing. <laughs> Speaking of butterflies, I have a butterfly story. Um, oh, no. No, stop. But I'm, not, <laughs> but I'm not sharing it this time. We're already in an hour and a half. Yeah, but I have... Okay, so never mind. Oh. <laughs> Good night, everybody. It's... 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 it's uh, yeah, never mind. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening. You guys have a fantastic evening, and uh, we'll talk to you again on the next episode. Bye. Bye.